Welcome to the Bright and Wise Podcast. I'm Leslie Ferry, your host and founder of Brise, an app designed to empower individuals and ignite their career success. On our podcast, I explore topics we all face in today's work environment, offer practical guidance on how to get through, and talk with exceptional people who share how they got to where they are today and where they want to go next. Keep listening to hear how you can become bright and wise. Hi, everyone. Today, Scott Montgomery is graciously joining me again. As a reminder, Scott is the Chief Customer Officer at Worldgate. He's an ICF ACC accredited leadership coach and the author of How Did You Get Here? Lessons to Unconventional Success. (laughs) Hi, Scott. Hi, Leslie. Thank you. Thank you. Nice to be back. Looking forward to to see you. Yes. So the last time we were together, we talked about performance coaching and how to get to peak performance and how that helps your career growth. Today, we're going to talk about mentors. So let's get started by distinguishing the difference between the two. Well, what is a mentor and what do they do for us? So um, distinguishing between the two first would start by saying, um, for me, a mentor is someone we seek out who is uh, someone that we want to be like, that maybe we're aspiring to be like, that has um, uh, the job we're looking to achieve, maybe has the reputation we want to we want to achieve, and has some oppor- has some interest in paying forward what they've learned and um, helping us with simple instructions that we don't maybe our blind spots that we don't know we have in the work environment. So for me, selecting mentors in business has typically been those that I want to become or I want to work towards achieving their level of success. A coach is someone that I would hire to help me figure out my own blind spots. And I would engage more as a consultant on a particular issue or on a particular trajectory of my career. Right. So a coach will help you uh, perform better in your job functions today, like maybe identify where you could perform better uh, or strengthen some particular skills. Your mentors can do that to some degree, but are really about your long-term career path. Is that a good way to say it? Or... I think more for me, a coach is someone that's more pay to play and helps me self-discover through um, natural inquiry and through um, their expertise in a certain area and their experience in facilitating a coaching conversation. Mm-hmm. There are competencies that coaches um, that are certified follow, and they're usually about unpacking for myself or for you know the recipient of their client where they want to make change, whether right. that's in- and likely towards improvement. The, uh, no, and a mentor would be someone that um, I would seek out that would be in more relation relational relationship with me. Uh, they would be more interested in seeing me be successful. They'd be more interested in being transparent in the skills that I'm not bringing and maybe even expose me to opportunities. Right. There would be the path of where they've been if my goal in that mentoring situation is to be where they are. So, it's a little bit analogous to a business friendship versus a business performance coach. A, a little bit. Yeah. 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 Cool. I, I'd say that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so in your book, you uh, reference and praise some of the people that you were fortunate enough to have as mentors uh, early on in your career. So share how those relationships came about, because to your point about fostering relationships, and then describe uh, or, or share some stories about how they benefited you. 
Wow. So uh, buckle up, sit down, everybody. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Yeah, no, I've been really lucky. And um, I I would say that my success has been achieved uh, mostly because of the mentors that I've engaged with or that who have engaged with me. I'm talking about corporate mentors. I'm talking about um, business. I'm referring to uh, being in an environment where I would admire someone's achievements or see that they have established themselves in the career path that I'm interested in going. I would say a significant piece of that mentoring came as a result of me engaging in them, asking them for advice, putting myself in a position to be available to their schedule. Typically, they were busier sure. and really embracing and activating the things that they taught me. And then as the relationship sort of grew or as the success of that started to bud as a flower, if you will, we would then um, call it a mentoring relationship. And a lot of businesses and a lot of uh, the places that I'd worked in the past before I opened up Worldgate had relation, had mentoring programs. And I was always fortunate not to be put in a box with a mentor, but to have chosen the mentor I want to work with. And so um, here at Worldgate, we've done something similar where uh, we have created a mentoring program and we have asked people who are interested in being mentored and paired them with executives that were of similar interest. So if someone's interested in accounting or they're, they're a controller of our organization, we would have them mentor with the chief financial officer, for example. Right. Um, so there's two ways of going about it. Uh, I typically go organic. I typically read the tea leaves. I typically look and manage the room and say, that's someone I want to be like. That's someone that's of interest to me. That's the career path I want to take. And they can even be in the same department. But there's always something about them that attracts me or that they're attracted to me. Right. And then it, it expands from there. And so um, when I was at Verizon, I had uh, several uh, managers and directors and presidents and vice presidents take a sign to my approach to creating exposure to my skill set to them. Um, they were in the same industry and I reciprocated um, the best I could to engage in those relationships, um, whether that was a nicety during the day or if that was, you know, can I take you to lunch? You know, can we get together? What can I do to learn from you? And when is it available to you? So there were instances where I was being mentored or I was in a mentoring relationship on a Saturday morning because that was was the time I could bring a cup of coffee to my wannabe mentor and say, hey, talk to me for an hour, you know, and tell me what you think about where I need to go. And really, let's talk about the culture we're in and the business we're in and what did you do? And you learn from all these experiences and anecdotes. And that's really mentorship to me. Again, a slight difference in coaching is... Typically, I would hire a coach that has those expertise, but they're fostering out of me where I want to take things. And they're asking me questions, not really sharing much about where they've been. Right. Oh, right. That's a great uh, distinction between the two. So in that situation that you just described uh, with your and you had an idea of where you wanted your career to go, though. So you had a clear vision or maybe you saw in these people and thought, okay, I like where they are and where they've gotten. So I think that's where I want to go. Uh, and then because you, you built the relationship, yes, you go ahead. Well, no, I'm glad you point that out because that's the tagline of lessons of unconventional success. I wasn't really carving out my career with much of a map. I wasn't right. born saying I want to do X and I'm going to go become the next X. Per-. You know, I'm, 
I, I, I brought average skills. I brought um, less than uh, qualifying degrees. I, you know, I, I didn't come from something that, that required, um, you know, certain things to happen in order for me to achieve it. I was looking to those leaders to say, which one of those is probably the best for what skill I bring to the table. I'm an extrovert. I'm, I'm a BD kind of guy. I'm a marketing kind of guy. I am a take charge kind of guy. Um, I'm a driver and a leader. And so when I saw those paired together with people at the various stages of my career, I would then map my availab- my interest in them with them. And we would start a mentoring relationship. And and sometimes it didn't work and sometimes it did. Right. And, yeah. I, and I would say that I pay homage to that in the book. And you're right, I do. And there are three specific mentors that I really pay homage to because they were pivotal in my career path to date. And, you know, one was an entry level, took me out of um, entry level into management. And the other took me from management into senior management and director. And the other helped take WorldGate to the next level by partnering with my organization in a seamless, um, bipartisan way. So consultants and staff working together. And these stories are pretty um, detailed in my book. And so they're worth checking out. But it's really important for people to hear while we're chatting that, these are um, strategic in some cases, and then they're really somatic in others. When I say somatic, I mean, you really feel the interest and the connection there. And you have to be open to where it takes you. Yes. So I, I think what I want everybody to appreciate is that you may respect someone and you may want to get to know them. But if you, to your point, you fostered a relationship when you went into that, let's give I'm going to get very tactical for a moment because I think this is critical. Um, in that you still need to prepare for that very first conversation. And you may not remember how far back is, you've had such a wonderful experience, sure. but there you still need to have a goal in that conversation to help your mentor help you, I think is uh, something that people need to appreciate as well. That- I 100% will suggest that mentoring is not one way, it's two ways. Yes. And I was preparing myself to the next level by asking those that weren't so far out of reach to get me there. So I didn't go from entry level to president of an organization overnight. This was a 25 year, 30 year. Right. Right. Um, I will say that in my first promotion, I was interested in honing in on helping with production support, for example, and we were opening up um, the, the manager I was courting at the time was very much interested in opening up a, a production support help desk. And I had some of that experience in customer service. So we were mapping skill set together. I specifically gave her my resume one day and said, if you're going to, if you're interested in building this out, I would be interested in being the best I can for you. So my payment to that mentoring or that opportunity was all that was needed in that moment at my peak performance. So I would work late hours. I would show up on time. I was amiable to not knowing and understanding all direction all the time, but seeing it through and learning something from it mm-hmm. and and building what was needed for the cause in honor of the mentor. Yes. And I would say well that really critical. And I still do that today. Mm-hmm. And the things that I want to be mentored in or in the things that I want um, those mentors to receive in me, I will see it through. So those mm-hmm. relationships are solid. They are key. They're what I've written about in the book. Right. It's right. a way to pay homage. They will live on in perpetuity now. 
And yes. it's really, really important we get together and talk about these things in a podcast. And I write about them in a book because I feel they are the drivers to my success and how I got here. That's right. Without them and my paying homage to that by stepping up to the plate when the work was needed. Right. There would be none of this. And coaching while a value add for me came later. Right. Yeah. There are many sources to our career success, right? Yeah, correct. That's right. And so this one. So I love what's that? I'm super passionate about my mentors, my mentors, but also I'm a mentor of yes. several people. And I'm also very interested in seeing that be what fosters in for the next generation of tech savvy, TikTok real followers. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There are humans out there that yes. you need to engage with. Yes. And I can guarantee you that your success, while you might be an odd circumstance and find yourself trajecting because you created a technology platform that required no one to talk to, I actually would argue that's probably not the case. There were probably plenty of people to talk to that could mentor you through navigating launching that. As much as there are guys like me who don't know what their career path was necessarily going to be, but found solace in people helping them drive to the next level. That's right. Yeah, I like those two extremes that you just uh, called out. One is that that both um, benefit from a mentor, right? That, okay, I have a desire. And in your description, it's a little bit more about a platform. So I guess they wanted to launch, they had a product idea or a service idea, and they just wanted to launch it. And that was their goal, right? Which is absolutely fine goal. But to get there even more successfully, a mentor could have given them good business advice or those types of things. Right. Yours, uh, your approach was, uh, I've been, expo- I have this opportunity to get exposed and don't let me put words in your mouth, uh, get exposed to a lot of different work styles and, um, individual types. And yeah. you were attracted to those that, that were of most interest that aligned with your values and your ultimate goal of, I want to get there. And so that was, you built that relationship. Is that a fair summary? 100%. And again, I do I do talk about this in the book. So I'm going to reiterate, uh, uh, my second uh, significant mentor was uh, someone who now works for our organization as she's uh, gearing up to slow down her career. Um, you know, she actually helped me launch mine. And I will tell you that one of the things I found interesting about her teaming uh, approach back then was she was doing a team assessment and she was, uh, we were all evaluating our styles. We were using Enneagrams and um, she and I were the only two same Enneagram. Oh, no. And bonded us instantly. Right. So it became a common language. And then the fell into place. I respected her. She respected me. And we began to unpack the trust. We ended up unpacking the communication and she was in Philadelphia. I was in um, Arlington and our headquarters were in Arlington at the time. And she would come down to Arlington and I would get an hour with her at the end of every day. And she would help me navigate how I was best to fit into the organization, the things I could do that would traject the project and also how to work within the organization uh, leadership. Yeah. And in turn, that introduced me to other leadership mm-hmm. and that in turn introduced me on how to act at the next level. Right. And they then supported my jump to the next level. So at some degree, there was mentoring there. You know, there had to be like sense of consensus on promotions at the time. Yeah. And and these things all mattered. And I, you know, I couldn't be more grateful to the mentors, but people need to recognize they need them to move forward for sure. Well, that's a good transition because you just said something. We need to be 
uh, open to needing or open to wanting one or even recognizing that we need one, right? right. So there's another way that in that you can uh, gain a mentor, and that's you could actually attract one, right? Yeah. Someone may see something in you. Um, you know, there are these uh, general characteristics of what makes a good mentee, and mm-hmm. that's someone who's curious, like you were. Uh, motivated, I would say you were extremely motivated. Teachable is really important. You need to be reliable and committed because if your mentor is giving up their time and they ask you to do something and you don't do it, that's uh, showing that you're not committed, those types of things. So there may actually be a a situation where someone will will come to you and again, it'll start small, right? It's yes. not going to be, it will, it will start as uh, a friendship and then grow and blossom, hopefully into a full mentor mentee relationship. But if someone is kind enough to recognize you and want to give you a little bit of advice, we need to be open to that, I, I think. And that's a Thank tremendous you. opportunity if it happens, right? Yeah, no, correct, correct. And there's a way that you can present yourself to be open to that by how you participate in meetings, how you participate in your employment, how you decide you're going to work from home, then rather attend the team meetings. Mm -hmm. You're going to come in and, you know, um, that doesn't always foster human relationships. And and humanity is part of what we're talking about here and that interconnection. And so you could be attractive to someone looking for a mentor in those levels as well. And I would say that that's also the case for me. I've been very fortunate. And I knew exactly the clothes to wear and exactly how to present myself and exactly how to sit in the front row in meetings. Right. And all of those. And was that, uh, so that was guidance on, on helping you knowing how to show up. Is that what that is yeah. That- so you want to, yeah, you want to know how to show up, and you also want to know what you're attracting when you show up, because you're someone interested in mentoring you may not be what a, your the actions you're taking may not attract them. Then maybe that's not the right group. Right, that's a good point. Yeah, it's just is uh, equally, if not more important, to know what's not the right fit versus what is right, because the, and that happens a little more again organically and naturally and you know, uh, the same way we create long last friendships, right? I, I agree. And I also would suggest that 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 really matters here, though, because I've been really fortunate. I mean, this was not a once and done opportunity for Scott. I, I'm, I'm telling you uh, through my own experience for what it's worth. These are the things that happened and these are the ways they unfolded. And I, I'm sharing that not because I'm touting I'm successful. I'm sharing that because I feel like it gets overlooked and it gets muddied between topics like coaching and mentoring and advising and consulting and all the various things. Sometimes you just need a mentor and you need to embrace them as a mentor. So if I had to to pick out, I'm trying to call out a couple of the key benefits uh, and there's so many, so I I won't get all of them. So uh, fill in the the blanks here. Uh, So it sounds like uh, your mentors helped you, first of all, to know how to show up, right? And just uh, know how to get recognized for your hard work, right? Sometimes we can all we all work really hard, but we may be we may have behaviors and uh, unconsciously holding our own selves back, right? So right. those that's that's great information to know. Sounds like you were also uh, guided on how to progress in your career from mm-hmm. a just I want I am in this job, but that's the ultimate. I want this job over here. So what? How do I need to go about getting there? I would say um, that. There was some mentoring in that. For me personally, it was a matter of uh, playing chess in some of those scenarios when it came mm-hmm. time to production. 
Um, I would never have left a mentor in the dark. Right. I would have sold my interest in going a different direction if they weren't going to be able to provide me what I needed. I remember my jump to upper management from lower management. Um, I had two or three opportunities. And my mentor, who was one of the opportunities, knew it. I was super transparent about it. And fortunately, it it gassed that opportunity a little bit. It sped it up. But also, um, there was a lot of advice about maybe you don't want to take that opportunity. But, you know, and 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 so authenticity and, and transparency are really key in some of these scenarios is why I jumped on that. So was your experience, I want to make sure I, I understood that, was it that... Um... You thought you should go in one direction, but your mentor advised you against it. Uh, my dry, no, my dry, yes, yes, and no. My mentor didn't advise me against it. They were aware of it while they were trying to get me to that same level, and so the lesson in that was transparency. Okay, um, I'm not a sneaky mentee, right? And so, right. Um, my interest in drive and desire to get ahead might have been feeling a little stifled under my mentor not as a result of them, but just me saying it's time for me to make a change. And I'm not, in other words, you have to own, you have to own your own career. A mentor isn't going to drive yes. your path for you. And in doing that, however, I was always super, very clear with my mentor. I'm going to be pursuing other opportunities. And when they surfaced, I shared it. And, and I don't remember now the evaluation together, but it sped up the opportunity for me to be promoted by my mentor. And I will tell you, it's a richer life as a result. Well, the great thing about being a, a good mentor is that you're always serving the interests of your mentee, right? Not self-interest. So that transparency, you contributed to that uh, uh, authentic relationship because you were transparent about what you wanted. And so they knew it too. And that because they were a good mentor, they helped you move along to, to get to where you wanted to be, it sounds like. They did, and they and 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 to what you were saying earlier, advocating for yourself yes. does does not mean a fence around you. It means communicating, working with your mentor, looking around and assessing the situation. Because mm -hmm. in other intersections of my career, when it was time to make a jump, I wasn't going to make the jump because I didn't see the path beyond the jump, and it was yeah. always another roadblock. Mm -hmm. So here, when I was jumping from lower man from entry level to management. I had the opportunity to stay entry level or go management. And I struggled with that because I wasn't sure in some of those scenarios that it was going to make sense for me to make the jump until one certain opportunity showed up and then it was a no brainer. So pay attention. You have to pay attention to what you're advocating for yourself. And also you have to see the forest through the trees a little bit. Mm -hmm. A mentor is not responsible for your trajectory. They're there to support your trajectory is the aha here. Yes. And they're not yeah. there to define it for you. Correct. Yeah. You, you define it and then they'll gladly help you go get it. Right. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. So um, what about on the mentee side? We've talked about it, but maybe just we can, as a mentee, what are my responsibilities? Um, honor your role on, uh, if, if your mentor is your boss, honor your role on the team. Mm-hmm. Or you're at, uh, doing the best you can and you're supporting your mentor or you're supporting the cause, um, that's really important. You have to you have to stay the course of your duties. Um, if they're not part of your team, then you have to be consistent with the engagement with them. You have to honor their schedule. You can't be late. 
you can either be organic and have you know relaxed conversations at the end of the day, or you can schedule your time. But either way, make sure you keep yourself present. And also, I found that a mentor wants to mentor what they know and what they've heard and learned and experienced. Don't correct it. Apply right. it. Right, right. <laughs> Apply it. Yes. I discuss a lot of what my mentors had to say because it didn't make sense. They were using typewriters and we had email. So I don't know what, you know, that's the exam, you know? Yes. Well, like a good, yeah, that's a communication style. You need to understand your, you need to understand your, in that specific example, like you need to understand what they want. Right. So you you need to meet them where they are too, right? Yes. Yes. And I think that's really important. Yes. So you said something that um, on this whole attracting a mentor um, uh, situation and how you need to be open to your, it's their experience. You can't change it. It's just like when someone shares feedback with you and you disagree with their opinion, well, it's it's their opinion. It's not wrong, right? So you need to be open-minded to it and say, I wonder why they have that opinion or perspective and how do I need to change in order to, to, uh, uh, to change that perspective or opinion. Uh, the point there is about being open-minded and being ready for a mentor. And early on in my career, I didn't appreciate it at the time. Hindsight, of course, is uh, crystal clear, twenty twenty. But I was in a relate, and I was working for someone that saw in me what could be right, and yeah. wanted to get and and because they were excited about it, they wanted to give me advice on things that I should do and how I could move forward. And uh, I don't know what the whole, I can't remember what all of the circumstances were. I think I was working full-time and working on my MBA. So maybe I just mentally didn't have the mind space at the time to take on something else is I think what I've deduced in in, uh, retrospect, but- Let me me interrupt for our viewers, right? If anyone's listening to this and thinking about a mentor, it's not really an add-on like you just compartmentalized it. Make sure- this is not taking on something new. You're getting a master's. You're doing all these other things. This is a value add to doing those things effectively and with purpose in an area that maybe they've already done it so they can help you manage more effectively, right? So right there, I just wanted to point that out. It's not. It doesn't need to uh, be assessed. Getting a mentor is not um, an, another add-on. It's a value add. Sure. But my... Yeah, my yeah. mindset was that I couldn't, I don't think that I was open-minded to it. So I've been trying to figure out, that was such great advice. Why did I not do it? So just in self-reflection, I oh, was I trying see. to, yeah, I was trying to understand, I don't know, I could be completely wrong. Maybe I just thought I knew it all. That could be it for sure too, right? Like, oh, I, I know what I'm doing here and just yeah. not. But had I uh, taken a little bit of of that initial advice when they were trying to start that relationship? And taking uh, us down a different path where we where they could help me grow. I did. I wasn't receptive or open to it at the time. Is what uh, and and that really held me back a bit. I think it stalled some of my career growth. So to your, I wanted to add on to your um, point that their experience is not wrong. It's different, and they're willing to share it to you. So be open minded to it. Don't just shut it down. And think that you know it all, because that truly is probably what the source of my uh, not acting on it was. But who knows, right? Yeah, the word that's bubbling up for me is respect, right? Because they're not always right, but you got to respect that you're in your your uh, what you can get from them is respectful. That's right. And yeah. So for me, for me, it's I respect my mentors probably more than I respect um, 
others. Yes. <laughs> I won't yeah. say my I won't say my parents. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, I, and I respected this person immensely. And they were trying to help me. I just didn't have the mental capacity to, to, to or something. You know, who knows what that was. I'll go get talk to a therapist about that to figure out right, what right, that right, was right, all right. about. <laughs> <laughs> we all need that, too. We, sure. we all need that. That's for sure. So um, anything but else? I, about, yeah. Yeah, I try and honor, I try and honor um, my mentors by just by by improvement so so i have some some mentor clients that i really uh today that we work with here at worldgate that i have found because they're so interested in working with us at bipartisanly or without borders if you will because my team is their team and their team is our team maybe not as much but when they bring us in i try and make sure that that is seamless for that style of management as well on our side. So our company has made decisions that make those consultants more embedded as seamless. And that honors the mentoring or the conversations we've had in business. Because it's not just for the mentor that we do this. We do it to be successful in business as well. But the mentor aspect of it fulfills that as well. And it yes. makes it feel richer and it makes it feel um, um, well-intended. And that is unique. And that's a feeling you can't buy. That's right. I think it's really important that people understand that. Yeah. Um, there's really a value in a mentoring, even at a level of being in business or getting a career promotion or instruction on a skill, that when it's done well and you respect it and honor it and apply it. It's a feeling you just can't buy. Yeah. And I think that's really something I want to reiterate here because I don't know that I get it off in some of the stories, but um, I talk about it in the book too, and it'll give you a minute to digest it there too. Um, if you take a second to just realize this is powerful stuff and we should be talking about it. And it's powerful for both parties, right? Correct. For both individuals. Yeah. 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 Like um, it's, didn't you have a didn't you meet a bunch of girls this weekend who, who explained? That yeah. They, yeah. Yeah, so that so they are early. I I spent the weekend with uh it was about 12 25ish year olds. Uh and we happen to all be women but are uh, primarily women uh by design in this event that I went to. Um yeah. but uh it was very inevitably it was a social event but inevitably we started talking about what we're doing and I was talking about brides and they are all f- very young or early in their in their careers right they're two years uh, into this process and they're starting to really understand and they they started in covid like they graduated in you know 2020 2019 2020 uh you know they were uh every they early in their career when they were just getting started everything got thrown out all you know and broken up and everything turned on its head so, what's that they were behind a screen. Behind the screen. And yeah. uh, so so they are, I think what was enlightening to me and what was really uh, good to see is that the majority of them were really starting to understand and appreciate the benefits of a mentor and mm-hmm. their self-described desire to have a mentor. And some we, we started talking a little bit about uh, work from home or work from anywhere compared to being in an office. And they, uh, they started to tell me the benefits of 
the two, the pros and cons of both. And so on this topic specifically, uh, you know, there are a broad range of pros and cons to that discussion. What what they told me, uh, completely unprompted, is that, you know what, I appreciate and know to your, you know, it's a good, good um, link to your uh, example of how you knew how to show up, right? It was good to know how do I need to dress? What do I need to say? What what content do I need to present? How do I need to demonstrate that I'm working really hard? And they actually told all those things to me. So that self-awareness of what they want to do was really encouraging and really, I was really excited for them uh, to, to that they already recognize the benefits of, and that they are starting to define a way to go grab and, 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 um, identify people that can help them achieve those benefits. It's so, so important. And I'm so glad you told that story because uh, even off camera, when we were talking about it, I find that to be the reason and you want this next generation. They're not different. It's just that they're using. And it's that human connection really gets applied, really gets applied through a mentor and a mentee. And I, we really believe in it here at Worldgate. You believe in it at Rise. I think the next generation is very interested in that. And I'm, I think we have to figure out ways to position ourselves to be available to that. So those that are wanting to be a mentee, a mentor, you know, high alert. And those who want to be a mentee, here's just some examples of its value if you're still on the fence and ways that we, yeah, I think it's really important. Yeah. So, but, and now let me tie back to one very uh, vital point that you made early on in our, in our chat here, you said you need to own your career. Like we need to all own our career personally. Like no one's going to tell us, sure, we get advice and that's what mentors are there for, to give us guidance and help us navigate the the paths to get to where we want to be. But they're not going to define that the ultimate goal for us. And what was really also encouraging about this group is they they knew that they needed to own that. They were taking yeah. ownership. Yeah, that's that. No, because a lot of times we can come out of uh, school or wherever our whatever our uh, job preparation process is and think, okay, now the onus is on my employer to to define my career path and help me get there, right? Yes, and that's absolutely um, reversed. Reversed. Yeah, it's not really the the we they they don't know our, they don't always know all of our personal values, our our reasonings for what we're doing, our family structure, you know, all of our whys. And so we do own it. And then we own, own defining how we're going to go get there. So, well, and it's important. The other thing I would caveat on that too, just to give more uh, clarity around that topic is I didn't know what I wanted to do when I went into corporate. Yeah. I took a corporate job. I got lucky with the, the big company I was in was very interested in training they were very interested in enhancing my skill sets. They paid for college classes. Right. They were helping me right along. Right. The choices that I made for those classes were still mine. Yes. The responsibility of that employer for me to go was not theirs. It was mine. And people sometimes feel like they're being groomed for something by having access to those tools, and they're not. Right. You you need to, well, in some cases, I shouldn't broad stroke that, but in some cases, maybe you're being groomed to take this class, you can get this job. But I, I really, really believe that uh, paired with a mentor, your own drive, you're going to find success. Right. It's really important. I'm, I wanted to just highlight that. I think that's really, I, I'm glad you said that because that's really key. And I think that the the misnomer on that is that because they offer training, it's their problem and they're trying to put me through the sausage maker. No, that's not right. how it goes. That's right. And you need to you need to uh, understand and appreciate how 
those tools, as you refer to them in some places, college classes or other types of training or a project to work on that's outside of your daily responsibilities, whatever, the, you know, the, it comes in a variety of sources. You need to define how you're going to take advantage of that and leverage it to get to where you want to be, right? Well, and that's another good segue into the Bryce product that you've developed over these last few years. What people can engage in that product to kind of unpack a track that they want to join. That right. they want to look at. They want to see their blind spots. They want to improve on their leadership skills. They want to improve on the direction they want to take their k- career based on those results. Then let's go to brise.co and let's right. take a look at what we've got there because that may help you choose what mentor you want to plug into. That's and right. It may, and it may have nothing to do with the career or the environment you're currently in. And that's a big step. That's right. That's yeah. right. Uh, so yeah, so one, uh, we do have a a little bit of a help get getting started guide for those people that are interested in a mentor and just think we help guide their thought process. Okay, if I I, I want a mentor, great. What do I want my this person to help me do right now? Like, what is it? You, you need to have a goal and need to have a topic around how I'm you're going to ultimately engage with this person. So those types of things, and then practical guidance on how to interact with them and those type of things. So you can certainly go there and, and get that. When I switched to um, quick story on that, when I switched to real estate, my interest in real estate um, to become a realtor, to invest in real estate. I was a partner of a Keller Williams here in the local area. Um, One of the first things I did is got the directory and found out who the top leaderboard person was. Right. Yeah. And they happened to be a mutual friend and we went and had coffee one day Uh and that person got me through most of my first year's transactions. Right. And I I commissioned some of that without being asked. I honored the availability that they had. I didn't call them during dinner because they had young kids. And we really created a nice bond in mentorship that was ultimately friendship. And we were effectively the same age. So it doesn't always have to be somebody old and wise and senior. It has to be someone that you can excel working with. You can grow your career by working with. And it's really important um, that people recognize that. And I've been really fortunate because everything I've ever tried, I kind of went the mentor route right out of the gate to unpack the best fit for me in these organizations. Yep. Excellent. Good. Yeah. Well, that might be the uh, a great place to stop. Unless there's something, is there something we missed on this topic, Scott? Well, I don't think so. I think that if you want to dive deeper, you can get, how did you get here? Lessons of unconventional success. Yes. And I think if you wanted to um, take a, a self-assessment and look at what areas you want to maybe traject into, you can use the Brise platform and we can, uh, we can certainly help. And hopefully some of the stories we've talked about today add value to um, and add some color to the reality of it. That's right. So the great thing is people enjoy and respect sharing their experiences. And it, it did, when you are um, curious enough to chat with someone about what they have been able to achieve, right. it's actually very complimentary and very respectful. So don't, although you will feel at times, maybe I'm taking their time, they will treasure that request. So if anyone, uh, if anyone is hesitating on, well, I don't think I should approach that person because of what their level, or, you know, they may not, they, I, they may not even know who I am. Take the opportunity to introduce yourself, have your defined plan or discussion of why you're interested in them, and they will appreciate that you are demonstrating respect for their achievements, and they'll happily uh, share it with you. And and one more thing on that, if you're afraid to show up in their office because there's a big security guard downstairs, there are plenty (laughs) of platforms like LinkedIn 
Yes. You can, I have actually met with probably five or six people who have LinkedIn messaged me and said, I see what you're doing. I'm very interested in that. Would you would you kindly take some time and talk to me? And I said, if you bring me a cup of coffee, we're golden. That's and right. Some of, and some of those have turned into long-term mentoring relationships. I just led lunch with somebody that that started that way five years ago. Beautiful. So there, really, there is really a value to that. And there's a lot of different ways to attract and engage in it. That's so right. I would throw that out there too. Excellent. Yeah. Well, thanks, Scott. As usual, incredibly helpful. I love uh, and appreciate you sharing your expertise and helping uh, everybody grow in their career with us. No, I really appreciate it, Leslie. It's always a lot of fun, and I'll look forward to the next one. All right. Great. Thanks Thanks so much, Scott. All right. See ya. If you find our podcast interesting, please leave us a rating and review so others can benefit too. And be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.